This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Tom Bernard Show with Andy Brent Bernard. Cassie Schrader. Timmy. Lammers. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walzer way. Upfront, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, the Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake, and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Boy, that's a complicated little bit of music right there. Parliament. I love Parliament. George Clinton. I know. Gotta love the funk. Give up the funk. I'm really happy I met him. I really am. Nice guy. What did he say to you? (laughs) (laughs) That was it. Hey, how you doing, George? That's more than what I've ever gotten. I've never met the guy. There you go. Timmy Lammers is with us. Uh, Timmy, i got to point something out to you very quickly. I just found out. I ran down the hall, and the man across, very nice guy across the hall here at the studio, this guy named Bruce Carlson. And get what? guess what Bruce Carlson's son's name is? Uh, <laughs> the kicker 
Whatever you the got it. Name is. Dan Car- Daniel Carlson. <laughs> His son has it's the same name. It's not the same Daniel Carlson, is it? No, he goes, no, no, you have to understand. My son is Danny Carlson. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, okay. good. Thank God for that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, though. hey, whatever happened to Daniel, he made however many millions of dollars by the age of 23. So. Who did? Daniel Carlson. Not the kicker. Well, I mean, getting drafted into the Vikings, you're going to get paid at least. How much did he well, make? Well, yeah, and being drafted, that's just it. I mean, he's going to sign. Yeah, it's he's true. He's going to make money uh-huh. no matter yep. what. Let's see. Contract details. Oh, okay. Only $500,000. See, that's it. He only got a half a million. Oh, he's except out. he has a four-year contract. So no, $2.5 two, $2.5 Yeah. So, hey. He has a five-year contract? E- nah, four years. Oh, four years. He's going to have to eat that. They're going to have to eat that whole thing. Yep. So, you know, worst case scenario, he just made $2.5 million for playing Nothing. one game poorly. Two so games So think poorly. about that. Two games poorly. Well, He missed a field goal in the first game, too. That's true. So, you well, know. The way those contracts are structured, though, don't they have ways to get out of that whole thing? It's guaranteed. Right. Yeah. The salary is guaranteed. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God! Well, that's a good that's good news for all of us. Oh, and a two hundred fifty thousand dollars bonus. Why? Why do they do <laughs> this? Why? Because, it doesn't you know make why? sense. I will tell you exactly why. You know why they do that? Because the egos of the owners in the NFL are huge. I paid my guy more than you paid oh, your yeah, guy. That's true. I got more money than you do. It's like settle down that's for God's true. sake. All right, Timmy, let's talk movies again because I got nothing. Honest to God. Well, it, tell you what. Um, well, first of all, I do think you should see The Nun, and I think that... The uh, Nun. Yes, see it ahead of this movie I'm going to talk about because yes. <laughs> I finally did see it on video, and I said, asked Cassie if she had seen it, the movie Hereditary, oh, which yeah. you probably heard a lot about. I mean, this movie is very successful as far as being an independent film and critically acclaimed. And from a filmmaking standpoint, I can see why. I mean, it is really, really well done. However, it is disturbing as all get out, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think, especially if you're a parent, Tom. You know, obviously anybody that's a parent especially is going to look at this movie. And, you know, there's... It, there are horror movies that make you jump and whatever, and then there are horror movies that you're thinking, oh, my God, this would be so horrible to go through this in real life. Yes. Yeah. Because there's some real-life horrors that happen in this film, and uh, it's just you can't shake it. I don't know how you're doing, Cassie, because she hadn't seen it. I talked to her on Friday, and uh, she says, well, I'll see it this weekend. Have you shaken it yet? Um, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the movie, and I, I still... I don't know what I watched. It was, I kind of felt the same way as when I saw Black Swan. I saw that in the Mm. theater. And when it got, when it was over with, I'm like, what, what was that? I mean, it was good, but it's like, you, you can't wrap your head around it and and explain it. Um, It was, Hereditary is very disturbing. It has a lot of cool parts and stuff, but then there are parts you're like, Oh my God! Who thinks of this stuff to put on yeah, it's film? Yeah, bizarre. I mean, yeah. Patty, my wife, she she said, "Yeah, this is just this is way too bizarre for me." Yeah. By the time the thing got over with, um, but it it just, ugh, 
it, it gets in your bones. I'm serious. There's, there's very few films that have done this to me the way that this movie has. And I don't ever want to see it again. This is it. It's one of those movies that, yeah, it's great from the way, you know, the technical standpoint, the way it was put together, et cetera, et cetera. But the subject matter is just disturbing. And, and the only thing I didn't really care about the movie is that there was not much backstory to anything. It was almost oh, really? like you threw a cameraman in somebody's life without knowing what was going on. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, why why is this happening? What What's the backstory for this to happen? And, you know, it's just, it was very bizarre. I mean, if, if you want to have a complete mind-blown mm-hmm. weekend, watch Hereditary. Because then you're going to just, and you're going to think about it for a good four days right. afterwards. Right. <laughs> and be like, How, why right. did that happen? What happened? <laughs> yeah, I keep asking well, myself. i tell you what, you know, the, the little girl in it is, unforgettable but it's you really do realize how great uh of actors tony collette and more more tony collette but gabriel byrne is yes. in it too and i've always liked him and he's really yeah, good and you have to question his behavior in the film considering the circumstances of what's going on but i think tony collette and the, and the and the kid there's a teenage brother yes uh, who is really good too the, i mean the, the acting is terrific <clears throat> Uh, and I can see why it got all the acclaim it did, but yeah, I, I consider it entertainment. I, I, I just don't. It's creepy. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him, the, the 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 actor that played the brother in the movie, I've seen him in other stuff, and I can't remember what I saw him in. But, yeah, he's actually a really good actor, and he did phenomenal. I think he, out of, probably Tony Collette and him were probably the two best performances out of that movie. I like them both. Yeah. yeah. I do like it, but now is that available on uh, on Amazon and all that stuff now? I'm sure it is. Yeah. You can get it at Redbox. Yeah, it just came out last week. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah. I'll have to watch Hereditary like to, and get back to you. Yeah, I would like to see what your response to that. I think you're gonna come in with a blank look on your face <laughs> and be like, "Well, why did you make me do that? Yeah, why did you make me watch that thing?" <laughs> Oh my but not god. Not because like you say Tom it's horrible. It's not horrible. No, it's just It's just it's the sort horrible. of thing that you can't you can't like it. Although it's so well done, you can't it's just the sort of movie that uh, you know, I didn't need that. I, I didn't need that. Yeah. I didn't need to yeah. to think about, you know, the 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 real life horrors which again is is it's supernatural. I mean, so obviously then things become embellished, etc. Mm-hmm. But the the root of the story it's mm-hmm. just something that will make your skin crawl. And and when I can't talk about it, nor can Cassie, because, you know, it, you just got to see it. And, again, being a parent, again, that's that's the key. That's like, okay, yeah, it's a real-life horror movie, I yeah. guess you could say. Yeah, I would say coming from a parent standpoint, um, oh, there yeah. was a couple points in there that really hit me hard. Like, oh, God, I can just feel that pain. Really? As a parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You sure I want to watch so there's this? There's your warning, Tommy. Yeah, That's your warning. You. Hey, a, a fact just popped up on my screen. It is uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, apparently. But apparently, Hispanic Heritage Month, uh, it began on Saturday, but it goes over two months. It goes to the end of September, the beginning of October. Mm-hmm. So it's a 30-day period a month, but it's in two separate months. The top Hispanic Heritage Month uh, facts... It's celebrated by zero percent of North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of Hispanics in North Dakota. I, that's probably no. there are some though. There got to be. Some. I wonder actually. 
Also, it says Hispanic Heritage Month. Its mascot is the tortilla burn that looks like Jesus. <laughs> is, well, does that do people know what that even means? Yeah, that was, that was like in the nineties, right? It was in the nineties. Yeah, a woman had a tortilla that had a a burn on it, that looked like Jesus. Yeah, I like there was there was one lady who had. There's a YouTube video of it. It's hilarious. She thinks her toaster is possessed by the devil. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she had that piece of toast. Didn't it say, like, burn in hell or something on the yeah, toast? That, look, it, says, it just came out of my toaster. <laughs> that is very funny. There are 18,000 Hispanic people in North Dakota. See? So it is about it's 2%. 0%. Oh, it's 2%? Yep. 18,000 is 2%. No well, one lives smart. there. I mean, yeah. 1.8 I mean, million people. The weather alone would keep me away. Oh, yeah. It's that's... bad enough here. I can't imagine what North Dakota is like uh, with the flat plains and the cold winters and all that wind. Yeah, oh, God. Ugh. North Dakota's population is only 755. Oh, that's right. I, I you think said that's 2%. The, yeah, I think that's right. the second least after Wyoming. Yeah, I Wyoming's think. the least. So, yeah. <clears throat> Which is where Andy will end up living in Wyoming where there are no people. I might. <laughs> he goes, I'm I might. considering it. <laughs> he is considering it. Um, okay, hereditary, I got to see. I got to go see The Nun. I got to go see The House with the Clock on the Wall. Uh, and you got to rent. You got to rent, won't you be my neighbor? I can't oh, God. I, enough how wonderful of a I, film. God, I definitely have to do that because I loved him. When the kids were little, I used to love watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood with them. It was wonderful. I love Mr. Rogers. Yeah. He's so he had such a calming effect on kids. I, I I literally would. What time was his show on during the day? Because I think I used to watch that and then go yeah. to lay down morning, for a nap. Morning I think hours. that's true. Morning like, hours, yeah. Yeah, like ten o'clock in the morning, and then I'd go down for a nap, and it was like the best thing to put a kid to sleep. What did ninety nine percent of my friends in North Minneapolis say the first time they saw Mr. Rogers? What? Is he gay? Because <laughs> he was very gentle. Yeah. So they just assume somebody gentle is gay. It's like, I, no, I could, what? I could mm. see how kids would think that because he was kind of dainty. Well, and they he was, do address yeah. that rumor oh, they do? in the movie. Oh, I didn't oh, yeah. know that. But he wasn't yeah, gay. It's a really interesting movie. I what? mean, it really takes you a lot of places where you didn't expect it to go. So I, I don't care one way or the other, but so... Why you now? Don't tell me if he's gay or not, because I want to watch the movie. That'll what, work. Was he married? Oh yeah, he had I think two he sons. Was, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. I, the I wife don't... and two sons are in it. I mean, oh, they, really? They interview the wife and two sons, and then you see a lot of him through uh, interview archive footage. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, a lot of different folks. Um, yeah. People that worked on the show. Um, yeah, it's just really, really so incredibly well done. Yeah, I, so I got four movies now I got to see. Is there anything else on the horizon I should keep an eye out? Well, I mean, uh, and I'll review it Thursday on, on KQ, but the house uh, with a clock in its walls, again, <sighs> I'm, I'm looking forward to that just because of the people involved. Um, but then it, it's going to quiet down a little bit until the end of the month, and then starting in October, it's going to heat up because of award season i guess technically but i have to tell you i mean a star is born with with bradley cooper and lady gaga is something i'm really looking forward yes, to. yes yeah. i saw the, tr- the story's been told 10 times on screen God, I mean, it has. i'm still looking forward to it yeah I, I i've seen the trailers for it and it looks phenomenal i mean just just how you, you can capture the actors in the trailer and how good it 
I think it's going to be. And mm-hmm. I'm also looking forward to Bohemian Rhapsody, too, which is oh, on the beginning yeah. of November, I believe. We are the champions. Right, yep. So those are my two movies I want to go see that are coming up is The Stars Born and Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody, probably number one on my list for yeah. four movies. That's, yeah, is I it cannot really? wait for that. Supposed to be is it the kid from uh, Mr. Robot, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Mayak. Wait. Yeah. It's Ryan something Remy Malik. Malik. Remy yes. Malik. Yeah. There That's you go. It. Well, I mean, he seems to really capture Freddie Mercury, and I. So once I knew that movie was coming out, I was watching interviews of Freddie Mercury. He was really funny, like in a. I mean, just very playful and funny. Yeah. Because I, I didn't know much about him. The only time I would ever see him is when he was performing on stage, you know, in music videos or live performances right. on TV. So yeah. to actually get more of a backstory of him, he I mean, he's very sarcastic, mm-hmm. but in a very funny way. And I, I, I hope they capture that in the movie because it's like... Yeah, people... well, you know, when the camera was on him, certainly, uh, I get the sense, too, that he was very private and very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, as well off uh, off I want to say off screen but off the stage, so yeah it, it'll be good. I think that they made the right choice with him. It's I I'm still trying to wrap my head around they possibly could have uh, had Sasha Baron Cohen play him. <laughs> I don't Just because he's so damn tall. Yeah, he looks kind of yeah. looks like him a little bit, but it's amazing he was cast and attached for so long. Yeah, it's true. It is very very true. We'll give it a whirl, see what happens. Um, well, hey, look, I mean, it's five, six movies out there to see. There, there have been none lately. And, I, Tim, I do want to close with a, a little TV thing. No one cares about the Emmys. No one. Isn't that <laughs> oh, sad? The numbers well, you know, out? my biggest problem with the Emmys has always been kind of like uh, the Grammys. The same people win over and yeah, over they do. and yep. over again. You're right. You're right. It's not, you know, the Oscar is... is pretty much an unattainable thing. I mean, even yep. somebody like Meryl Streep has to be nominated 21 times or something in order to win three. But, you know, they hand the, the, the Emmys. Are, they, yeah, I mean, who cares? You're right. I mean, so it's true. I bet you the numbers will be down tomorrow. They, yep. and, and, again, there's other reasons for that, too. I mean, you know, it's just the fact that viewership as a whole is down. So well, again, how do they expect people to tune into the awards? I try to tune in Channel 4, 5, 9, and 11, which in this market are CBS, ABC, Fox, and NBC. There's never anything on to watch on any of them. No. It's sad. No. I don't want to watch, you know, the guy uh, driving his go-kart over to play soccer with some I, I don't care. All right, Timmy. <laughs> behave for the rest of the day, all right? All right, I will. We'll talk with you on Thursday, and uh, Cassie and uh, Andy have a great week. Thank you, sir. You too, Tim. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. It's Tom here to tell you how easy it was for me to hit my goal of 92.5-pound weight loss at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I started in March, and in just over five months, I learned about clean eating, and I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods. I'm now on the reset phase, and then on to the Nutramost Forever Maintenance Program, which I'll be talking about more in the weeks to come. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did. Attend the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth free informational dinner. It's on Monday, September 17th, 6.30 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. I'll see you there. Those extra pounds melt away really fast with this easy program. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Nutramost helped me change my life. And they can help you, too. 
I guarantee you that. Register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner. It is on September 17th. Call 763-333-7337. That is 763-333-7337. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Little queen. I'm looking forward to the uh, Emmys ratings coming out. Because they're going to be horrendous? I have a feeling they are. Yeah, they're going to be terrible. Well, television viewing maybe that'll wake Hollywood up to the fact that people don't want to hear them complain about Donald Trump every second. That's very true. Because that's what killed it for a lot of people. They just don't want to listen to that. Well, I I can't watch CNN and I can't watch Fox. I can't watch either one of them because all they do is complain and bitch, and I don't want to hear it. Although I did when Florence hit. I watched CNN, and then I switched over to Fox, then back to CNN and back to Fox to try to get an even keel take on it. Mm. I don't know who's in charge of the graphics on the Fox uh, television network. but not the network, but the Fox television news channel. Um, For about 45 minutes, they put the graphic up on the screen. Over 500 million people without power (laughs) in North Dakota. That was a typo. Yeah, it was a typo. Since there are, what, 326 million people in the entire country? Mm-hmm. Did you see? I, oh, God, somebody posted on Facebook, and it made me laugh. So, it, okay, you know how they always put the reporters out in the hurricane? We're going to talk about yeah. Anderson Cooper and the water? No, 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 no. Oh. This is a different one. This happened for Florence. The guy's yeah. standing there. It was and Anderson he, Cooper. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. An, this it wasn't? A, no, I don't know what. Oh, the guy bracing against. Yeah. yeah. No, well, he's like standing there and he's like rocking back and forth with the microphone. I mean, you could see it, it's windy. Oh, yeah, it's But windy. he's just like, like the wind's like bouncing him all over the place and he's trying to hold his ground. And, and all of a sudden you see two people walk behind him just casually walking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to show you the that. video. It's yeah, so funny. I love that. It, everyone, it's going all over the place. Yeah, Anderson Cooper was standing about waist or shoulder. He was, he was standing like chest high in water. Chest high in water. But then someone took a picture of the, uh, like, a more zoomed out picture. <laughs> and they were standing in a ditch because it made the water look higher. It's just, why do they have to do well, that? Then, why do they have to lie? I don't know. Well, then, I, so I posted on Facebook, and I can't remember who it was, uh, said, well, this one's even better. And it shows it, Matt Lauer's 
morning, you know, the show he was on. Good morning, America. Good morning. Uh, no, that's some ABC. He was on NBC. What is that called? What is it called? I There's can't. the Today Show. There's Good Morning America. Is the Today um, Show the one on NBC? Dateline? No, no the morning show. Yes, he was on NBC's Today Show, yeah, 97 today, to 2017. Yeah, um, yeah so... They had a reporter. It must have been after um, a hurricane or some type of flood. So the reporter's in a canoe. Oh, yeah. And she's trying to go through this canoe, right? She's making it sound like it's so deep or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're talking to her. All of a sudden, these two guys walk, and the water's ankle deep. See, yep. this is what I'm saying. It's just, <laughs> and it, they're trying to make somebody look bad. <laughs> I, maybe in this case, it's Trump or whomever. Uh, because of the global warming, and mm-hmm. I don't lie to the people and make them feel like they're in peril. I know. You know. Yes, I agree. You shouldn't. Here's what I don't people like: people who are afraid are easy to control. Every, yeah, you're you're right. Every time I've been, I followed up uh, in an Earth Day walk, and I've been on an Earth Day walk. So I, I've been invited to go, so I've gone. Every one of them, there are plastic bottles all over the yeah. place. Oh, I know. It's just. Plastic bottles thrown on the on the mm-hmm. lawns as you go the entire route. There are plastic bottles everywhere. Oh yeah, look at the aftermath of any protest. They yeah, just oh, throw God, their yeah. signs on the ground and leave. Yeah, they, they don't do. It's terrible. Give a crap about anything. They're just bad people. All right, if you've already heard this, you can't guess. Okay. Okay. Uh, all you can eat sushi is a wonderful thing, and it's all good. Also good for restaurants because it's. Uh, rare that someone can really eat enough that they lose money rare but not impossible there's a 30 year old guy named Yaroslav Bobrowski in Lenschut Germany he's an Ironman athlete oh yeah uh, well. so how much did he eat at an all-you-can-eat sushi buffet oh. um, well let's see I can easily eat like 20 rolls so, so how many on a plate I want. I think a plate is well. It depends on the place. It could be anywhere. They say from, the plate is two pieces. That's what they're saying. Oh yeah. So uh, two pieces. Oh, like a dessert plate. Like, it must be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll say twenty-five plates. Okay. Um, forty-two. A hundred. <laughs> this guy ate two hundred wow. pieces of sushi. That's a lot of sushi. <laughs> I feel like the amount of iodine in there cannot be good uh, yeah it can't real be real healthy for you by the way uh he paid his tab for the 200 pieces of sushi they told him he couldn't come back he's now banned <laughs> he ate 200 pieces of sushi for 18 dollars. oh wow that's a deal <laughs> he took he took the pipe on that one there what was the name of the place does it say but no it doesn't say the name of it so he ate 200 pieces 200 pieces okay so let's see why he ate 18 milligrams of, of iodine. That can't be good Which for you. is, let's see, iodine overload. I don't know what it, what the term for too much iodine is. It's not It's not common because you have to do things like that. Iodine. You would think, though, the restaurant, like if I owned a sushi restaurant and something like that happened, I would use it as a promotional thing yeah. to promote my business. I agree. Well, don't ban them. Here we go. An adult can tolerate up to one milligram a day. And he had 18? Yeah. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> so he probably has iodine poisoning now? Other than that, oh. though, everything's going well. So, yeah, he might want to... What is iodine poisoning? I. It basically... Iodine is corrosive to your digestive tract. Ooh, that's not so good. So if you eat too much of it, it 
it literally just corrodes it away. That's not good. No, is it? That sounds pleasant. Mm. My gut hurts from the iodine. <laughs> I guess it depends on how quickly he ate all of it. Yeah, I suppose that's true. And yeah. That what did you say? He's a what? A comp- he's, a he's a Iron Man triathlete. Yeah. Okay, so he's used to eating like a ton of food, probably. Yeah, yeah. To, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know unless his body, if he's a, like a you know a superior athlete, he maybe. digests it at ten times normal speed. Exactly. So maybe it just a lot of the iodine just went right through his system. I don't know. Probably. Okay, Cassie, as a woman, and Andy, as a young man, you got you guys got to help me with this one. Okay. Uh, Argento warns Rose McGowan, retract now or I'm suing. That's about um, being sexually molested, right? Mm-hmm. And she's saying that Argento sexually molested a teenage boy. That's what Rose McGowan is saying. Mm-hmm. Kavanaugh, my accuser is wrong. He's been accused of sexual molestation when he was a teenager 35 years ago. As a woman, how do you feel about this? Because there are going to be women who are not going to be believed, even though it did happen to them, if we don't stop with accusing everybody out there of sexual molestation. And I'm not just talking about inappropriate behavior. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about a crime. Yeah. Uh, You know, I just what I would like to urge women, if something happens to you. Don't worry about the consequences that's right, going to happen. Right, Get yeah. it out there when it happens. Because nobody's going to believe you when it's 10, 15 years down the road. You don't think anybody will believe them? Unless they have evidence. Yeah, there's no evidence. So, I mean, what that's can you do? That's I mean, too bad. You know, mm-hmm. and it's sad because it's it's like uh, the boy who cried wolf, Peter and the wolf. It's been spouted so many times. You don't know yeah. who to believe anymore, or you know, because some people will will lie just to get their fifteen minutes of fame. That's the whole problem. I, I, yeah, there are going to be people, and how any woman could could do that, man or woman, doesn't matter, but mostly women. If you do that and you're not telling the truth, you're damaging people who actually were sexually molested because they're not going to be believed either. We are going to come to that. Now everybody's being believed right now, I think. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard of anybody. They say, no, no, that never happened or whatever. But it's going to get to the point where it's literally everyone who anyone who you don't like is now accused of sexual molestation. That can't be true. Unless, I, I will tell you what, I grew up with, um, God, probably 25 guys. I never knew one guy when I was growing up that ever sexually molested anybody. Mm-hmm. And that was as a teenagers and in our 20s and all the rest of it. Now, I think that had a lot to do with the, the peer pressure because I don't think anybody, any of us in the group would have put up with it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe it's just, a, is it different? Uh, what kind of person does that anyway? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Um, you, is it a, is it a cultural thing? Is part of that a cultural thing where hey, I can force myself on women or men, whatever they do? Mm-hmm. Is that somehow? A, what is that? I don't know. I mean, part most of it, it it has nothing to do with sex. Mostly, it's it's, mo- it's power. It's power, yeah. ego. Um, so depending on how they were raised and their perception of success mm, yeah i guess could yeah drive, maybe yeah I you know because it's like saying. some people learn to succeed by doing whatever means necessary and that could be you know screwing over a bunch of people and yeah that's true you know that's and that's true, yeah. huge in like corporate america i mean people it's agreed 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that they think they can just take what's not theirs because it, they're entitled to it. You know, so you have these men who think they're entitled to have sex yeah, with these women true. whether yeah, they want true. to or not. They're like, well, who are you to tell me no? See, now, all of my friends, well, I grew up Catholic, so there were a lot of big families. All of my friends had sisters. Mm-hmm. And if any of them were ever molested by a guy, and I'm not talking about rape here, and that's a whole different category, but if anybody tried to, you know, grab their breast or their butt or whatever, they would have gotten their asses beat like there's no tomorrow because mm-hmm. the brothers would not have put up with it. There's no way. Mm-hmm. So did did any of these guys get beaten up uh, when the women, or did the women not talk about it? See, that's the other thing I don't know. The, back then... You're talking 35 years ago. Would women not have wanted to talk about it? Mm-hmm. I mean, if they weren't, obviously, if they were raped, that's different. But do you think there's someone back then that didn't didn't even bring it up to anybody because they didn't? They thought it'd kind of bring shame upon them. Do you think that was the mindset 35 years ago? It could could have been. I mean, yeah, look with young women if they were to um, have a child out of wedlock. Yeah. A lot of times, I mean, it was shameful for the family and. You know, women were put in this box that, you know, if you do something like this, you have to be put away until we can get this problem fixed. I made a mistake when I was four years old when Uh I started school. I won't say the woman's name. We'll just call her Mrs. P. We'll just call her that. Or Ms. P. So I start kindergarten. I I had just turned four years old. Or I know I was about, I think I was three and I turned four in November. Mm-hmm. So I'm in kindergarten, and Ms. P was uh, our teacher. And about halfway through the school year, all of a sudden, Ms. Ms. P gained some weight. And so then after Christmas, she didn't come back. And I said, well, what happened to Ms. P? They said, well, she had a baby. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, well, why doesn't her husband just take care of it? And they said, uh None of your business. Yeah. So in other words, she got pregnant out of wedlock. And Mm -hmm. back then, I suppose, that was a huge deal, I guess. I don't know. I know a lot. There was women, uh, you know, if they were like late teens or whatever and got pregnant, they were shipped to like a a convent type place to have the child. And then they were, once the child was born, the child would go into adoption or an orphanage. Mm -hmm. And then she could come home. Like it was shameful for her to even be in the home pregnant. Yeah, there was not, that's one good thing about North Minneapolis. There's very little shame in North yeah. Minneapolis. You know? <laughs> but I don't know. It, it, it just, I hope we don't get to the point. Uh, now, now, soon Yi Previn is saying, because remember, Woody Allen was accused of, of imposing himself uh, on a 17 year old girl, soon Yi Previn. Well, they've been together now. I don't know if, are they married or not? I don't know. I think so. But they've been been together for many, many years now. And she says that they didn't have sex until she was 21. They were married in 97. In 97. When she was 27. She was 27. So, yeah. But all the news channels claim that he started having sex with her when she was only 17, which wouldn't he have been like 60? Uh, Let's see. She was 17 in 1987. Mm Mm-hmm. So she born He would have been 53. 53 with a 17-year-old. Mm. Technically, it's not illegal, though, in some states. No, I, I understand that, absolutely. It's, it's not, but and I, it was his stepdaughter, and that kind of... Well, yeah. adopted daughter. Adopted daughter, I suppose that's a better way to put it. She was a runaway in Korea. I didn't know that. 
A runaway. <clears throat> she ran away from home in Korea and somehow ended up in America, and they adopted her. So I don't know what that's all about. but Yeah, she wandered the streets of Seoul right. living out of trash cans. Yep. Then eventually got placed into an orphanage. Man, how bad was South Korea in the 70s? Oh, was mm. that right after the war? No, or? the war was in the early 50s. The Korean War started in like 50 and went through 53, I think, something like that. Mm. You could check it out, Andy, because we got to take a break here, and then we're coming back in just a couple of minutes where Kostaki Economopolis and Quick Snaps will appear on the Tom Bernard Show. John, I just got another complaint about our delivery service. Oh, not again. Yep, we have to do something about our courier service. You know, they're a reflection of us. What happened now? Well, you know that one driver that has the dog that rides with him? Uh-huh. Well, when he got out of his truck to deliver our package, his dog got out and delivered, well, uh, his own package, if you know what I mean. That's it. I want you to call... Priority Courier Experts, because, you know, they've got more than 500 drivers. And tell them we need... A professional, reliable courier service. And make sure they have internet order entry and real-time tracking you know i had priority courier experts account rep in here about a month ago and who knows how many accounts we could have serviced better if we had just signed up and started using the twin cities largest most reliable on-call courier service what's that number because the next package is going with priority courier experts already dialing 651-748-4477 priority courier experts can we help you can you ever priority courier experts every time you call us we deliver Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Yeah, Your typical. Phone froze? Cassie, Cassie dropped the ball again. I blame, Way to go. I blame the weather. It's like yeah, nothing's happening. Mm. Yeah, your mom asked me today if it was supposed to thunderstorm, and the, and the, the uh, weather prediction that I read this morning said it wasn't going to thunderstorm, but Andy just said there is a severe thunderstorm up in Stearns County now, and it is apparently moving this way. Oh, yeah, see, you can see it on radar. It's a big... Yeah. Where's Minneapolis? Um, right there. Oh, that's Minneapolis? Yep. Oh, God, it's right. It's going to be here in about 10 minutes, it yep. looks like. It's got hail in it, too. Oh, good. We'll get Yay. hail. We'll, we'll hit the old uh, Mustang right in the windshield with traffic's hail. Traffic's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Traffic's going to be a ball, no doubt about it. <laughs> what are you going to do? It just is what it is. Um, in any case, ladies and gentlemen, oh, here we go. Uh, as soon as Kostaki's ready to go, let me know. Nothing That'd yet, be good. which uh, is kind of strange. Well, no, he, he, he's got, oh, two, yeah, he he's got two minutes. He's he fine. I forgot we're early yep. for once. The U.S. city deemed as the place to have the most fun is, well, we'll tell you. A new ranking by WalletHub takes into account all kinds of factors, nightlife, restaurants, movie theaters, festivals, playgrounds, etc., and puts Las Vegas as number one. Okay, so that's that doesn't surprise anybody, mm. right? Okay, here are the top ten most fun cities in America. From number ten, number 11, actually, sorry. Because there was a tie between Denver and San Diego for 10th place. So there are actually 11 cities. San Diego, Denver, 10th place. New Orleans, 9th. I'm surprised New Orleans is not higher than that. Oh, I think the crime is probably... Yeah, probably. Probably not good. Let's see what Neighborhood Scout says. 
There you go. San Francisco's eight, Portland, Oregon, seven, Chicago, six, Miami, five, Atlanta, four, New York City, three, Orlando, Florida, two, and Las Vegas is number one. I'm guessing Orlando is all because of Disney World. It is all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, New Orleans crime index is five. Five? Yeah. That's got to be one of the worst in America. It's in the 5% worst. That's what that means. Yeah, right, 5%. So it's not quite as much violent crime as Chicago, but it's close. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That's uh, so Minneapolis is what did you say? Uh, 14, 14. So, so it's worse than it's worse than Chicago or wait. No, I think it's I think Minneapolis is worse than that now, like five or something. Uh, let's see. Minneapolis. Oh, Minneapolis is four. Four. Yeah, there you Yikes. go. So it's worse than New Orleans. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Well, you've really done a great job with our city. And by the way, oh. just let me point something out again to you, ladies and gentlemen, that when you stop arresting drug dealers on Hennepin Avenue, what you've just told the entire city is go ahead and deal all the drugs you want because we're not going to arrest you. Yep. You're going to get so many people involved in drug dealing, you aren't even going to believe it because you people are morons. Yep, and then you're going to have turf wars oh, and yeah. gang wars. People will be and, killed. Yeah, it's going to get bad. I, it's terrible. And that's all... Betsy Hodges is doing, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. But now it continues on with the pothead. What's his name? Oh, I can't Josh remember. Josh Freeman. Pothead. What the hell's his name? Oh, that mayor of Minneapolis. He, I, I don't know him, but I can tell by looking at him that he smokes pot like a madman. <laughs> you can just tell by the look in his eyes. Like, man, that guy's... Maybe everybody pot. should, and they would all ease up and chill. Oh, here we go. Dean Phillips. The Vikings just signed me to replace Daniel Carlson since I kicked just a little to the left. <laughs> Yeah, laugh it up, Dean. Dean well, was speaking a great of guest. which, we have Kostaki. Kostaki, Economopolis, and Quick Snaps. Do you realize that Minneapolis is number four in the most dangerous Not city? number four, Not in number the fourth four. percentile. In the fourth percentile, the most dangerous places in America. Really? I will yeah. tell you. It's jarring to me. I can't believe that. 1986, when the KQ Morning Show started, it was 86 or 87. I told the mayor of Minneapolis, then Don Frazier, and the chief of police, then Anthony or Tony Boza, you need to do something about the gang problems. And they said, we don't have any gangs in Minneapolis. Well, apparently the radio guy was right and you were dead wrong. Mm -hmm. You just didn't want to admit it. It's just terrible. Right. Absolutely terrible. Are you, uh, do you live in L.A. yet? I do. I haven't. We don't have a permanent address yet, but I'm in an Airbnb looking for apartments. Honest to God, you so you're homeless. Yes. I well, you are. You're homeless. You don't have a house. You're homeless. It's, it's true. I am. I like it. So Los you, Angeles is at 16. Los Angeles is 16, so it's much safer. Much than Minneapolis. safer than Minneapolis. There you go. That can't be right. Oh yes, yeah. it is. Minneapolis is very you, dangerous. Just based on my spidey senses, when I walk around L.A., I'm like, yikes. When I walk around Minneapolis, I'm like, oh, it's nice here. It's on our am travel brochure. walking around? Well, it's all pretty much. <laughs> I'm not in the rough part of Minneapolis? It's in three. Well, unfortunately, downtown Minneapolis is dangerous as hell now. Uh, they stopped arresting drug dealers on Hennepin Avenue, which means now everybody's going to be a drug dealer, which is really stupid. Yeah, the thing about Minneapolis violence is that it's not. It's mostly gang members killing other gang members. Yeah. But there's always going to be spillover, and that's the problem. My word of warning, obviously, is, and it's been the same for a long, long time, whether you're very conservative or you're very liberal, 
you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You've never lived it. And for you people on either side, that extreme to make a judgment, you're going to be wrong 100% of the time because you don't know anything about that culture. So shut up. Hmm. There you go. Take that home with you. I know it's it's dangerous. That area around Acme is really dangerous when I'm in town because I'm in there killing. <laughs> <laughs> Take that home with you, ladies and I'm gentlemen. I'm killing every night. You didn't have to repeat it. We heard it the first time. <laughs> I was... I kill. That's what I'm saying. All right. Um, there you go. Uh, so my team wins at football. I don't know what your team does. Your team ties? What is it? Soccer? Oh, did Atlanta win yesterday? Did it, did Atlanta win yesterday? We won. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. What, one and win. one now? One and one. Correct. So which means Viking, the Vikings one, have a... Oh and one? Yeah, so we're a better record than you got. That's true. Yeah, baby. The NFL season now has more ties than my closet. it's true one a week so far in the season one tie a week Mm. that's terrible if you're gonna have overtime have overtime i know you are right you're 100 percent. yeah i hate saying that kostaki's 100 percent right it upsets me to know that game was so frustrating oh it was they should go into like a Bonus mode. No, they should go to multi-ball. That's what they should do. <laughs> Just start throwing footballs. <laughs> Every <laughs> minute of it's overtime, they add nice. another ball. <laughs> That's your best idea ever. Let's do it. Oh, that'd be <laughs> so fun to watch. It's true. Better than watching someone miss a bunch of... Well, pinball nerds, I love it. Pinball nerds, <laughs> pinball wizard. Thank you. Oh, we can, or we can just get the playground, you know, the red playground balls you use for dodgeball. Yes, and just start chucking those out on the field. I like to do yeah, that. Just anyway. turn it into a game of dodgeball. Just whip it at people's heads. Just no, because if they're tied like that, then obviously they're an even match. So and we if, have to try something else. If you've had that happen to you with those playground balls and dodgeball, oh, yeah. you remember oh, that yeah. sound oh, of it yeah. bouncing yeah, off your tongue. noggin. <laughs> right off the noggin. <laughs> Boing. I like it. Very familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the Vikings missed, they missed three field goals in that game? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. a, that's oh, the big problem hideous. of uh, Viking football is the foot part of the football. Yeah, the foot. Oh, the uh, foot is their Achilles heel. Really? The kicker. <laughs> I'm going to count that as Greek mythology comedy. Yeah. Uh, Works a lot for of kicker me. troubles in the NFL. Sunday was the worst day for feet since the invention of Lego. That's uh, a high bar. (laughs) I I know. (laughs) I have kids. (laughs) I've stepped on a few Legos in my day. Oh, God. Uh, Bonte Davis with the Dine and Dash. He ran out on the Bills. That's the big (laughs) funny news today. Ran out on the Bills. I like that. Ran out on the Bills. Uh, Bonte Davis retired at halftime. Which, yeah, uh, yep. going to cost him a little extra because when you quit at halftime, you got to pay a commission to the Falcons. <laughs> That's nice. They have a patent. <laughs> they have a patent. <laughs> uh, what the hell? It all they, worked out. They own quitting at halftime. That's their thing. Bonte's uh, a little. He's the anti-Brett Favre. He just retires out of nowhere. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't. Why would you quit you at Bonte halftime? Davis, it's such a crazy concept. When the Browns heard about it, all 53 players said, we could have quit at halftime? <laughs> That's kind of cold. Lot. But a lot of halftimes we could have quit at. 
God, I, it you'd just think Vontae sad. Davis would be mentally tough. He made it to professional athlete and survived middle and high school with the initials VD. Yeah, so that's... that's a pretty. It's <laughs> a good point. Impressive. I like that. I like that point a lot. He's an inspiration to people all over the globe who want to quit their jobs. <laughs> yep. He should have a Nike ad, like a 7-Eleven cashier kicks over a rack of beef jerky and walks out of the store. <laughs> Works for me. Do it. Works for me, man. I've never quit anything in the middle. Sometimes I finish in what I thought was going to be the middle, but I, but I'm no quitter. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, absolutely. I hang in. <laughs> He's I'm killing himself today. Today. I love that you're killing yourself today. No, that's a wonderful thing. I, it's, it's sleep deprivation from the moon. <laughs> is yeah. that what it is? I understand. It is. I understand it completely. Uh, a crying baby. I'm trying to move my stuff. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Not good. So the Emmys, Outstanding Lead Actor in a Dramatic Series, goes to Josh Gordon, who has acted like football was his number one priority. Yeah, what was that all about? Now? What happened there now? He's They're firing him. Yes, that's they're what I heard. letting him go unless they can trade him. Um, so they've already determined that he's not going to be a Brown. Which, Josh, with love, when is rock bottom? A team that has one win in the last three seasons just said they're better off without you. <laughs> Yeah, it might be time. Might be time. Bad news for Cleveland. The Browns' one-week non-losing streak came to a close. It was a good run. They had the lead for a while. They did. Actually, I was kind of watching on Stat Tracker, and they were were winning most of that game. What a world. But those beers are safe in those Cleveland refrigerators. (laughs) (laughs) Those beers are. How many are there again? It's a ton. I know that. It's a yeah. It's I think it's eight or ten different bars that have them in yep. the Cleveland area, yep. and they open up when the Browns win for free beer. God. Maybe Bud Light should borrow that Snickers slogan. Not going anywhere for a while. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How many fantasy points do you get when your wide receiver catches a pink slip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Here's what I like about that argument. Unless we can trade you, we're going to cut you. Well, then why would anybody trade for you if they're going to cut you anyway? Right. You know right. what I mean? I'll just wait until you cut I was reading about this because I'm fascinating. So here's the answer because I had the same question. The answer is because he he's so cheap, he's under contract right now. If you cut him, then he sort of goes back out into the world and you have to renegotiate with him. Yeah, that's true. And pay him the the highest price of the bidders that all try to get him. That's true. But right now, he's he's less than a million a year, and you can accept that contract. And so if you can trade, a, say, a fifth-round pick for that, yeah, that's true. you take some risk. But if, he's a, if he winds up being a good player, then it's well worth it. No, you're right. But, you know, I, yeah, no. <laughs> if you think but, he's going to be yeah, a good no. player, then you've got high hopes. You've got what? High Why would you hope. you made it to your dream to play in the NFL? What happened? It was your lifelong dream. You made it, and now you're going to piss it all away. I don't understand that. I agree. I, but you know, I've I've been lucky. I never had that. I never had that pull of addiction. I never had that yeah. much of a drive leading me down the wrong path. So it's hard for me to judge. But 
it's so head slapping. Just get your act together for 10 years mm-hmm. and you never have to worry again about money and for your family for generations. Yep, it's true. You would have easily had a 40, 50, 60 million dollar contract by now. I would think so, absolutely. Crazy. Yeah. I should tell you, by the way, yeah, that you do need to get some sleep. You know how I know you need to get some sleep? Because you started singing? <laughs> I'm laughing at my own jokes. No. <laughs> you misstated. You started a, a sentence with, you know, I'm interesting. <laughs> you didn't say interested. You said interesting. I'm like, get some sleep, pal. I, I'm interesting. Yeah, well, you are interesting. See, I can say that. You can't. <laughs> that you are interesting, my Fair. friend. It's like how people can call you uh, humble, but you can't call yourself humble. You can't call yourself humble. That does not work. You're absolutely right. I'm humble AF. Can't stop me. <laughs> uh, Get some sleep. The Rams, the Rams beat the Cardinals 34 to nothing oh, God. during the disastrous oh. fantasy season. Yeah. Oh. David Johnson marked himself safe. So that's good. That's Still good. Alive somewhere. Somewhere. Uh, the Rams look unstoppable. And the Cardinals look like the high school banner that the team runs through at the beginning of the game. They, they do. <laughs> They're not good. It's the paper-thin paper defense. It's true. Now listen to this. <clears throat> Dolphins are 2-0. Jaguars are 2-0. Buccaneers are 2-0. God. And they sidestepped a hurricane. Florida is having the best week of its life. They really are. Right. Forget about the Carolina Panthers. They got hammered. Yes. It's the uh, it's the best week for Florida since the debut of Cops. It's very exciting. I like it. You know they do say in the radio business, Kostaki, and this is a fact. Uh, every story out of Florida starts like this: Florida man poops his pants. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Florida, but they got some bizarre crime down there. I was born in Florida. I love Florida, but, yep. man, Florida does deserve some of the hell that it gets. <laughs> no, you are correct. That is there are interesting Who people there. Who had Tampa Bay leading the division in, I in know. week two? That's crazy. It is crazy. The only other thing Tampa leads in is drunken fishing accidents. Maybe, um, well, maybe had, paper cuts by dog track tickets. Maybe. Who hasn't had maybe. one of those? Come on, let's be honest. <laughs> sunburns with a mullet outline. I mean, <laughs> yes, that's nice. Probably, that's nice. Probably number one in surfers with a dip, uh, grouper sandwiches sold within fifty yards of an adult bookstore. You know, oh, probably number God. one. And that. not, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Never. We mind. buy gold franchises. We all have a few of those. There are a few of those in Florida. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> it's true. Child support payments per capita. Also, yeah. delinquent child support payments per capita. Delinquent, yes, that's that's a problem. It's true. Uninsured transams. I'm thinking maybe Tampa could be number one. <laughs> or Firebirds. <laughs> Firebirds. <laughs> transams. Camaros, and Firebirds. The Camaros, yeah. Fieros. Those? Oh, the yeah. Fiero. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Let's name a car that, that Fiero, should start that on fire. That was my dream car when I was 14. I understand completely. <laughs> uh, completely. Uh, the Panthers, as you mentioned, did not change their plans despite Hurricane Florence. Right. And the Cardinals didn't change their plans despite Sam Bradford. They just hung in there oh and played God. anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> what a disaster that guy is. I, yeah. I, you know, he's got some knee problems. He's got some issues. You know, the biggest problem, though, is why uh, would you hire a, a quarterback who has one eye bigger than the other? That's not a good plan. I don't think the vision's real good. You know what I mean? His one eye is a lot bigger than his other eye. What the hell's that? 
Well, like Igor? <laughs> that is... Take a gander. I'm, I'm not making it up. What's his name? Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. Former, former Viking quarterback. Yes, you're right. He does. His one eye is a lot bigger Jeez. than the other one. It looks like he had a stroke or something. <laughs> See? You thought I was making it up, but I wasn't. Poor guy. He's got the permanent wink going he on. He does have he the does. permanent wink. He does. It's absolutely true. All right, Kostaki, go back to bed. Uh, Okay. All right. <laughs> You're unbelievable. Like, okay. Okay, so I'm going to talk to you next week, Tom. Let me get some sleep at the Airbnb. Really? Is it that fast? You, yeah, you can tell you're the tired. Kid's been sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, the kid's been going sick? On out here. They're okay, though, okay? Yeah. They're, 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 he's okay? Yeah, he's everything's okay. okay but it was, Good. You know, yeah. She's no, keeping me up. No panhandling now since you're homeless and don't have yeah. a place to yeah. stay. <laughs> no panhandling from you, pal. I'll tell football jokes for a dollar. <laughs> I have a couple different checks that I'm supposed to receive, but I don't have an address to give to them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no. Well, I got to wait. I got to wait. That'll all work out. Uh, we've been looking around. It's it's cool. It's beautiful here. It Otherwise, is. It it's is so gorgeous. nice. So it is true. You know, um, we've been looking at a few different places, and we're, we're winnowing it down. By this time next week, we, I will, like winnowing. we will no longer be homeless. All right. I'm glad to hear that. We'll <laughs> talk to you next week, sir. All right, go Vikes. Then take the Falcons with you. <laughs> How about that? Kostaki Economopolis and Quick Snaps, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.